Welcome to the Treach Podcast. My name is Alyssa Robinson, and today I'm talking to Laura Sennett, our hospitality coordinator at Treach. She's perfect for this role because she puts tender thought into everything she does, and that includes fasting. Please join Laura and I now for scripture and prayer, and join us next week for Holy Week worship. You can learn more about it at tmumc.org slash Easter. Today's reading is from Psalm 133-5. If you kept track of sins, Lord, my Lord, who would stand a chance? But forgiveness is with you. That's why you are honored. I hope, Lord, my whole being hopes, and I wait for God's promise. Please join me in this prayer. O Lord, through the cross of Jesus, you forgave us, freed us from the power of sin, and promised us eternal life with you. Help me to embrace this day and all its challenges with the kind of patience, joy, and openness that comes from you alone. Amen. Amen. So, Laura, when I first asked you about your Lenten practice, you said you're feeling disconnected right now. And what you really want is to strengthen your connection to God Mm -hmm. during Lent. Can you tell me a little bit more about that disconnection you're feeling and where, where or when that started? Um, you know, it, uh, working at the church, that's always been a challenge for me that I stay busy with the work, but that I don't always put aside the time for, um, actual time in prayer and quiet with God. There's always work to be done. And so it's, um, this isn't my first church job and it's always been a challenge when I've worked at church to really try to focus on that. I felt like I was doing pretty good with that until the pandemic hit. And, um, and I, I, the things that I know about myself is that I have to be learning and I'm not learning currently. Um, I'm in a life group, but I'm not working on learning and I, I have to stay, uh, for me, that keeps me on track when I'm involved with a small group and I'm accountable for that and I'm reading and I'm learning and I'm hearing what other people say and taking that home and digesting it and looking into it more. So I'm not doing that currently with the pandemic. And so I think that's been a huge part of it. Um, the other part is just, uh, logistics of worship. And, uh, before when we had three services, that was a little easier for me to pop in and out during different parts of worship. I am not able to do that right now. And so I'm at home, like most people listening on my computer and I'm feeling the difference in that. Mm. So for that learning piece, is there anything that you're doing during Lent to try and bring that connection back and to refresh that learning element that you need? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've started, um, uh, I've got an app that has a devotion that I'm reading. Um, it, it's, um, also got, uh, you know, references to what you should go do to go further. And so I'm reading that, uh, and, and, sort of journaling about that because it stays with me a little bit more if I'll journal it. Um, But I know the big piece of that is that I need someone to talk. Like, that's just how I learn is to talk through it. And so, um, no, I haven't added that piece in, but that's a huge part that I'm at the point where I'm like, I've got to figure this out. Does Lent feel different to you this year than it has in previous years? Mm. I, yes, again, you know, it's such a busy, busy time of the year when you work at a church. And so, um, it's not, 
it wouldn't be the first time that I find myself sort of in the middle of it. And I'm like, wait a minute, I've done all these things that I need to help to make sure that we've got everything the way it should. And what did I do for myself? So that's not unusual. So I would say this time, maybe so I'm not so much that because there was a discussion when this came up and um, just uh, planning out worship and stuff, thinking about fasting. And so for the last several weeks, I've been thinking, okay, what are you going to, first of all, just even thinking about fasting, like, what does that mean to me? What's my history with fasting and that kind of thing. So I would say actually this year, I'm probably a little more prepared than I normally am. Mm. Prepared in what way? That I've given thought to it. Because like I said, typically it's that like we're two or three weeks in and I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't do what I needed to do for myself. So what are the preparations and the thought that you put into it this yeah. year? I, um, initially, when we started talking about fasting, and I think we talked over lunch one time, it kind of came up and we talked about it as well as in worship. And I started just thinking, what do you know about fasting and what do you, what, you know, what are your experiences? Um I, I've told you before, I didn't grow up in the church, so I came to it as an, as an adult. So, um, you know, initially I was like, what, what is fasting and what are you talking about and what difference does it make? And, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I learned pretty quickly the importance of it wasn't like things that we've talked about where it's a diet and all this kind of stuff. It was explained to me that it was a way to grow deeper in my faith. Um, and and I have fasted in the, in the past. And I think the piece that I didn't do when I did that was, um, like, if you want to say, was I successful with fasting? Yes, I was. Did my relationship grow deeper? No. I think I just found other things to keep me busy from the thing that I wanted to not do instead of relying on God in that, like having that conversation. And I can remember a couple of years where I was better at that, but I think for the most part, most of the years I haven't. So just started thinking about what, what, what do I know about fasting? Um, I went back to my disciple book and looked at what we talked about in fasting. Um, another book that I really like that's about spiritual practices. I went back and read through that. Um, I also had a conversation with a friend about fasting because I find it, I've known friends, uh, in different denominations that when their church was going to make a big decision that they all fasted. And so kind of having a conversation about what that looks like and what that meant to them and, um, and then just started looking for where is it in my life? There's no doubt that I need growth. There's no doubt, but what's keeping me from it. And, um, and so just really thinking through that, like there were, the, there were the initial things if I just need to let go of this thing and I'll need, but like, is that going to grow? Is that, am I going to grow in my relationship by letting that thing go? And you know, there were several that I was like, yeah, that's not going to really make a difference. So what is that thing that you've decided to let go of? So I start out my morning. I don't think I'm alone. I never think I'm alone in anything I do, but I start out my morning every morning in bed, grab my phone and read what I call my morning paper, which is just social media. And, um, I don't like that. I start my morning. I have nothing get social media. I, I, there are great things about social media. I, I, um, I belong to networks of gardeners and artists, and it's how I learn and how I grow. And so I have no qualms about that. But I don't know that that's the best start of my day. And so um, I have decided to spend my day with God before I ever get up out of the bed. Um, I'm still doing social media. I just have to wait till the sun goes down. Um, because, like I said, I, I stay connected to these um, art groups and garden groups and classes that I take and stuff. So it just means I can't do it until after the sun goes down. 
And so I start out my morning um, reading my devotion, and um, I have this um, this pillow that I recently bought that I just loved and had to have, and I kept walking around the store staring at it and thinking, "What? why do I need that pillow? It's just a pillow. I, got, I don't have to have it. But it's a red pillow, and it's got a heart, and it's got French knots all over it, which are really textural. And so that's become sort of my praying pillow. And I think of all those knots as people that I love, and I sort of rub my hands over them and pray about pray for them and, and think about the struggles that they're going through or the joys that they're going through. And I sort of spend that time in prayer, um, with that pillow. I, I'm just, I've always wanted to be a person that's better at prayer. Um, I'm great at breath prayers, but I'm not really good at sitting still and being still and not having anything to do. Like I need, I need something to do during my prayer. And I know there's growth, growth in that, but I do better when I add things instead of taking things away. It's just how I am. Well, and I love that idea of bringing the physical to the emotional and the mental of having that pillow. I think it's interesting that you just felt like you had to have that pillow and Mm -hmm. now you're using it in the Mm -hmm. way that you are. What has that meant to you so far in, in your Lenten journey? Have you felt anything different with that prayer time? It's a couple of things. One is that um, the pillows on my bed. So it's the last thing I see at night as I move it off and I, you know, say a prayer. It's been a good visual reminder for me. And so that has felt good because that keeps me on track. Like that's, I go in my bedroom several times a day. And so that's like, oh, um, that's something that's keeping me in track, uh, on track. Um, I don't, you know, here's the thing about uh, a new practice or growing spiritually. It's not like you just get it. It's not like I say, I'm going to fast and I'm going to grow spiritually and I'm just there, right? It's a process and I'm early in that process. I'm still having to constantly bring myself back to in prayer, in devotion, in quiet time. I'm still, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still just figuring it out. So it sounds to me like you've done more preparation and research than even I've done. And I thought that I did the most research in preparing for these podcasts. But when you say that learning is so much a part of your spiritual growth, just the path that you described to me to get to where you are right now is above and beyond what I would have expected what are your hopes? I know that you said you're just getting started. You're still learning, which I am excited for you on that Mm -hmm. because you've Mm -hmm. said learning is so closely Mm -hmm. tied to that. Mm -hmm. And it almost sounds like a spiritual practice in and of itself Mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. What is your hope that you, the feelings or the experience that, that you'll have when you get to Easter? Mm -hmm. I mean, without a doubt, just more connection to God and, and less of me and more of him, more relying on him, more, um, more about what I think I want, what I think I need, what I think I've got figured out, and more about what he wants and what he sees for me. Um, it, it was funny this morning I sent out the huddle guide and I was reading through it and um, and it talks about Jesus going away in 40 days fasting. And at the end it says he was famished when he was done. And it's funny because of course he's famished. He doesn't eat for 40 days, right? But when I get done, I hope I'm not famished for the thing I let go of. I hope I'm famished for more time with him. That's my, that's my goal 
is to be like, I don't want it 40 days. And this is what I've done wrong in the past. 40 days is done and gone. And I go right back to the thing that I let go of. I don't want to go back to the thing that I let go of. I want to go to the thing that I've built, which is more time with God. Today's reading is from Psalm 133 through 5. If you kept track of sins, Lord, my Lord, who would stand a chance? But forgiveness is with you. That's why you are honored. I hope, Lord, my whole being hopes, and I wait for God's promise. Join me in prayer, please. O Lord, through the cross of Jesus, you forgave us, freed us from the power of sin, and promised us eternal life with you. Help me to embrace this day and all its challenges with the kind of patience, joy, and openness that comes from you alone. Amen.